Hello, everyone, and welcome to the Health and Wellness Show on the SOT.net radio network. Today is Friday, March the 17th. I'm your host, Tiffany, and joining me in our virtual studio from all across the planet, we have Erica, Jonathan, and Gabby. Hello. (laughs) And probably because of daylight savings times, Two of our hosts are a little confused. I think they <laughs> think we're starting an hour later. But, uh, yeah, that's our topic for today. Daylight savings time and how it causes <laughs> rampant confusion <laughs> and health repercussions all over the world. So now we have a, a real-time example of that today on the Health and Wellness Show. Uh, <laughs> see, we already have a lot of people in our chat room. But uh, if anybody wants to call in during the show and give us some daylight saving time horror stories, feel free to do so. <laughs> you can I, rant. Yeah. <laughs> I think we need to clear up one thing, though. If you're looking at the pictures that are on the show, that first picture with Gollum, he calls it daylight savings. Maybe it's just because it's Gollum, but really it's just daylight saving time. Not daylight savings time. Not that it makes any difference because it's awful no matter what you call it. (laughs) So, um, when did daylight savings time, saving time, (laughs) come into play? I think it was adopted worldwide after World War II, but I think Germany and Austria after World War I they wanted to implement it. And I read this weird thing about this German butterfly scientist who wanted more sunlight during the day to be able to study his butterflies. <laughs> and I was thinking, <laughs> that's just the ultimate internal consideration. He wanted time to study <laughs> butterflies all day long, so he's going to make sure the entire Prussian system goes by what he wants. Anyway, it's crazy. Yeah, so uh, I think for a short period of time after World War One in the U.S., daylight saving time was implemented, but it was so unpopular it was repealed. And then after World War Two, that's when nearly every state in the unit started doing it, except for Hawaii and Arizona. Yeah, and that's a funny thing about Arizona too. The entire state ignores daylight savings time because if they have an extra hour of sunlight, that would be awful because it's really hot in Arizona. But there's the Navajo Nation in Arizona, and they follow daylight savings time. But there's a Hopi reservation inside the Navajo Nation, and they ignore daylight savings time. But a part of the Hopi reservation in another part of the Navajo Nation that follows daylight savings time and then there's another part of the Navajo Nation in the Hopi Reservation that ignores daylight savings time so this is basically a one hour stretch if you're driving and you have to change your clock like seven four, times, four times four times just to get through it well it goes back to our whole topic about real time fake time what does it even mean now we've got our hosts in Europe that won't do daylight saving Time mm-hmm. till next week. Yeah. So h- how are we all supposed to get on the, the same page? We're not. 
it was, yeah. it was probably better when the world wasn't so interconnected, but now people are. And there was one author that was talking about all these international meetings that are going on, and it's just impossible to schedule them without everybody getting confused first in the spring and then in the fall all over again. And once you adapt to the spring forward, mm-hmm. then by the time you've adapted, you got to fall back. <laughs> so we're <laughs> continuously confused. Mm-hmm. I'm confused. Well, it all came up, came about because whoever this masochist or sadist uh, thought it would be a good idea to boost the economy. People would have an extra hour of daylight after work and uh, people would spend less money on energy, like lighting and electricity. And it turns out that neither were the case. People actually spend mm-hmm. more money, like there was a study in Indiana by Duke Energy and they said that people in Indiana, after they converted to daylight savings time, their energy usage increased by 1%, and they spent millions mm-hmm. of dollars more on electricity bills a year. Wow. That's crazy. For me, it was crazy to learn that next day there's a spike in heart attacks. Like, it is so incredibly stressful that people have more cardiovascular events. It's like, Wow. Well, people have more heart attacks on Monday mornings in general, even without daylight savings time. But then that extra (laughs) hour where you spring forward and you lose that hour just makes it even worse for heart attacks. Yeah, that's crazy. That is crazy. It really doesn't seem like it, it seems like one of those ideas that was initially maybe okay. Like somebody pitched that idea to me and I'd never heard it before. I can imagine being like, okay. It, eh, we'll see how that goes. That might work. But then you try it and you realize it doesn't work, but the, the bureaucratic system is so large that it just stayed. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that they had to make it, a federal regular, or an act about it. What was it, the Federal Time Act? Yeah. It's called. And then it's, just impose that on everyone. <laughs> yeah. Bureaucracy, it's so evil, and it just happens in like 20% of the countries in the world, I think. It's like the grand majority of the whole world doesn't do daylight saving time. <laughs> yeah, it's totally, it's it's really bizarre and weird. Like we were kind of talking about before the show, what, you know, it's an hour. It's an extra hour. What is that? Really like? Unless you're tapping your fingers on the table waiting for somebody to show up, an hour is nothing. <laughs> so who is who is scraping this extra hour out of the end of the day when they get off work? You know, I don't think anybody cares. I think they could revoke the entire thing and nobody would care. No. Well, it just makes everything that much more confusing. Yeah. As Tiffany was saying. <laughs> Hence our two missing hosts. <laughs> <laughs> Well, one of the articles, I don't know how. Yeah, one of the articles that we were reading said it takes about 20 weeks after daylight saving time in the spring for the number of depression diagnoses to level off. So people are waking up in the morning and it's still dark. Even I'm confused. Just like <laughs> it's still dark after you spring forward, 
and people get depressed and it takes them about five months to get over it. Right when they change it again. Yeah. And then in the fall, the number of depression diagnoses don't go up. So it all has to do with springing forward, which I think is the worst of the two. Yeah, when you lose that hour. Yeah. 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 I always sleep like crap on that night, too. Mm. There's something about it just in the back of my mind. I never sleep well. You got to check the clock. Wake up at 3 in the morning looking at the clock. Is it 3 or is it 2? I don't know. Or maybe it's (laughs) 4. We don't know. (laughs) What time is it really anyway? Do we even know? Daytime. It's daytime. (laughs) It's either daytime or it's nighttime. I guess when the sun is highest in the sky, like right overhead, people will say that's noon. But other than that, really, what time is it? Time doesn't exist. Yeah, one of, one of our chatters mentioned, too, it was a full moon the day that the, we sprang forward, too. So then you're even more confused. So not only do you have more heart attacks in the three days following springing forward, you also have more depression and more suicide, more work accidents, and more traffic accidents. But one of the articles said it cuts down on crime. What? (laughs) Because people, it's dark in the morning. They're not awake to commit crime. But Mm -hmm. in the evening, they're going to commit more crime. But what what does that even really mean? I don't know. I think it's just their way of justifying daylight savings time. (laughs) And I keep saying daylight savings. But it seems like the only people, like as far as boosting the economy, the people who make uh, barbecue grills and sports equipment and the the uh, the petroleum industry, they benefit because people drive more. But that's just probably a product of it becoming warmer and people going out more. It doesn't necessarily have to do with gaining an extra hour of daylight. Well, and it was... Uh at some point I read about the Farmer's Almanac that so farmers could work more, but during the summer you have longer days anyway, and they go by the light of day. They start early in the morning, and then by the time it gets dark. Um, in one of our articles it talked about Benjamin Franklin. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think it was, or no, it was actually Wikipedia, and they were talking about how Benjamin Frank- Franklin proposed a form of daylight time in 1784, and he had an essay called The Economical Project for Diminishing the Cost of Light. And uh, they observed that Parisians could save candles by getting out of bed early in the morning, making use of natural morning light instead. Then they go on to say that Franklin's suggestion seems to have been a bit more of a joke than a real proposal and nothing came of it. But look at what we're doing now. So was it really a joke? I mean, it was a sick joke. <laughs> perpetrated on people. So um, does anybody have any tactics or techniques to alleviate the stresses that go along with daylight saving time? Don't wear a watch. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) We were going to tell jokes. (laughs) Did did Jonathan's joke get aired live? Yeah, go ahead with that joke again, Jonathan. <laughs> oh, time time waits for no man. Time is obviously a woman. 
Okay, sorry about that, folks. We're right. back. It was some yep. weird technical glitch. Time. Yeah. Time got the better of us. <laughs> <laughs> so where were we just talking about how silly this all is? Yes. Yeah. And how do you deal with it? What are your strategies? How do you biohack time? <laughs> <laughs> how do you biohack daylight saving time? It's weird for me because my like the job that I do is dependent on on time and scheduling. I'm sure you know most are, but I, I have clients that are in different time zones and it all kind of works together. So it's hard. I just usually have to slog through it. I don't have like a special technique, you know. Maybe if you like did your own personal time change a few days before, where you change by like 20 minutes a day for three days. Mm-hmm. I wonder if that's too complex or if that would actually help. Well, didn't they somebody try that? Wasn't that a proposal in Germany or something back in the early 1900s? Mm. 20 minute increments. In 1905, British roundly ignored William Willett's proposal to push the clock ahead 20 minutes each Sunday in April and then roll them back in similar increments in September. Mm. So maybe it was 20 minutes every three weeks, which would make an hour. Well, that seems like a lot of trouble to go through. I know. Yeah, it does. It seems like it'd be hard. I oh, guess yeah. I wonder, too, like, what, what settled on, on one hour, just because it was convenient, easy to remember. I mean, why not two? Yeah, why, why not, not next two? two uh, you know? Oh, no, please. Not two. <laughs> don't, don't give him any ideas. Yeah. <laughs> But one author recommended uh, setting your clock earlier because you usually set your clock on a Saturday night. He recommended setting your clock early on a Friday night, and it'll give you an extra day to adjust. Mm-hmm. Uh, so you won't. So you would have a heart attack on Monday, but something. <laughs> <laughs> At least you'd have the day off to have the heart attack. <laughs> You don't have to go to work right after your heart attack. <laughs> yeah, okay, I'll do that this weekend because here in Europe, we still have not reached that, you know, day of the year. I'm dreaded, you know, but I'm preparing myself psychologically. Mm-hmm. Don't well, do it. Yeah. <laughs> don't do it. What are you Rebel. I think was it Erica? You had made a good point before about um, the technology uh, and how it's like we're all connected these days, and so this has become extremely outdated. Because, I mean, yeah, there's still a decent portion of the population I think that operates in your classic nine to five work bubble, talk to their friends, dinner with the neighbors, that kind of thing. But um, a lot of the world is like connected digitally now, so the time. I mean, it's it's somewhat irrelevant. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, I mean, entirely. I mean, you still have to sleep at night. But, you know, that, like, set schedule, especially when you're talking about communicating with other people, is way different now. Well, and that's where it gets so confusing, especially, you know, just in the United States with the East Coast and the West Coast. And then you have Arizona and then you have Hawaii that don't do it at all. 
and after living in Hawaii for 25 years, we never had to worry about the time thing, and I always just assumed it was because people already have a hard time being on time anyway. <laughs> so to impose that kind of restriction would be unrealistic, and people wouldn't follow it anyway. But then doing the research for the show, you come up with the fact that because... Uh, Places in the Pacific and like the Virgin Islands and Puerto Rico, they're so close to the equator anyway that the amount of daylight is going to be the same. So if you change the, mm-hmm. the clocks around, it's not really going to do anything. And I think um, in one of the articles that we were reading that like uh, there's territories that don't observe it at all. And again, Arizona and Hawaii, but also American Samoa, Puerto Rico and the Virgin Islands. Mm-hmm. And, mm-hmm. you know, you get up. When it's light and you go to bed when it's dark, it doesn't seem that complex. But as you're saying, Jonathan, like the corporate world and business and this need to get the most out of each worker, and it just seems yeah. like a like a drain, like like the the human battery mm-hmm. just gets drained, and then when you start to adjust, and they flip it all over again. So there's really no adjusting. Yeah. Well, the- the areas of the world where people are closer to the equator, those are the people that are less likely to follow daylight saving time anyway. Because, like you said, it doesn't make any difference. When I used to live in Costa Rica, they did it, like, I remember one or two years, and everybody was like, what are they doing that? That's so weird. <laughs> like, and it was never repeated again as, as long as I lived there in Costa Rica. Then my first experience with daylight saving time was when I was living in Europe, and uh, I didn't got the memo. <laughs> everybody <laughs> like to, it seemed like everybody knew it. I didn't got the memo, and I remember walking on the train station and seeing that the clock was off one hour. I said, "What? <laughs> I'm one hour late." <laughs> and then I realized, you know, I got a reality check that how this is how things work on the first world, you know. <laughs> <laughs> oh gosh! It is it is weird with the the places close to the equator, like you were saying, that you know it doesn't really make that much of a difference. Like, what's the what's the the variable time in the in the sunset? Like in Hawaii, does it shift by like an hour, less than an hour throughout the year? Uh, about an hour at the most. Yeah. Mm-hmm. See where I live in like the northern United States, we get a huge shift. So in the in the dead of winter, the sun sets like before five o'clock mm-hmm. and and in the middle of the summer <clears throat> it will set at like 11 o'clock at night mm-hmm. so we have a pretty giant shift so if we didn't have the what is it the fall back in the fall uh no i'm confused <laughs> <laughs> you lost your no, you lost your train of thought on time there i need a, I need a diagram a chart i know I never get it. Every year I'm like, what? Am I supposed to wake up one hour earlier or later? (laughs) (laughs) Well, it would make sense too, Jonathan, where you live in a colder climate and colder climates. The days are shorter. The production of food and animals is also more limited. The summers are longer. There's more production. I mean, it seems like going with the seasons would would be how the natural human body Mm. would adjust mm-hmm. yeah, yeah well even be. farmers don't like daylight saving time they say their animals have a hard time <laughs> adjusting the animals don't know what time to wake up <laughs> and go to work we we are animals yeah. too by the way 
that seems really weird. The animals have a hard time adjusting to the farmer's schedule. Is that mm-hmm. like when? That's yeah, because maybe they they'll get up or one hour earlier, and the animals are still asleep when they should be awake <laughs> and be getting milk. So you have to wake the cow up to milk her. <laughs> She's all grumpy, <laughs> and she has a heart attack. <laughs> Well, the, the health issue is a really interesting one, too. Um, and, uh, I mean, I can see the depression issue when you change up a schedule. I mean, it's just kind of like having jet lag, um, mm-hmm. right? But, you know, it's not like a three- or four-hour jet lag. It's an hour, but still. Mm-hmm. But the I know, like, sometimes, you know, it's weird for me. Like, sometimes I can go six hours of sleep in a night, maybe five, and actually feel okay the next day. But then, of course, over the course of doing that for, like, you know, say a week, mm-hmm. it starts to wear on me. So, um, I remember reading once that even like the lack of one hour of sleep, uh, less than what your body requires at any given moment can hang with you for like a month. Mm-hmm. But what did you say? 20 days to recover from the depression? Like, I wonder how 20 that weeks. translates in 20 weeks, 20 weeks, 20 time, weeks. Time, Jonathan, time. Jesus. <laughs> Jeez. It's crazy. I mean, is that There's- like, is that like heavy? I mean, we're not talking like clinical depression, are we? Like low level, or are we? I think you're talking no. about all kinds, like the yeah. major depression, clinical depression, and just the lighter uh, seasonal affective disorders that people have. Sure. Yeah. There is roughly like an increase of 0.44% of suicides after daylight saving time. But it can be really, really depressing, not to the point of suicide for me, but when it's dark all of the time and it gets dark at like five o'clock, mm-hmm. you barely have any time after work to get any sunlight. And just knowing that this is going to last for months during the winter, that is depression. I can see why people kind of despair a little bit. Uh, but there was this one town, I forget where it was in Switzerland or Norway. They were at higher elevations. And uh, the town square, like in the wintertime, it would be dark all throughout the day. And one guy came up with this idea of uh, making a, a like a, a railway car to take people up into the mountains so they could get a little bit of sunlight because the sun was blocking the sunlight didn't get down into the town square. And then somebody else came up with this idea of putting huge mirrors up on the mountain. And it would reflect the sunlight down into the time, town square for about two hours. And people would go there and they would get their little dose of sunlight wow. during the day. Yeah, that was pretty cool. I think it was Norway or Sweden. Yeah. That's a wild picture. I love imagining all those people like the bell rings. And everybody mm. walks out of their house and down to the square and just stands there. Like zombies? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Somebody's going to come up with a phone app like mm-hmm. that. Oh, I think if you search for it, you'll find it already. <laughs> Probably. <laughs> but I wanted there to is also of... Go ahead, Gabby. No, the, it's amazing that it's also, there's also an increase in traffic accidents, like mm-hmm. 8% the next Monday, following the time change, like car crashes, big ones. Mm-hmm. Well, that makes sense. People would be more erratic. They'd be more tense, you know. 
And they say that the accidents are more severe. Like if you had a work accident prior to daylight saving time, you might just bruise your hand. But if it was after daylight saving time, then you're suffering with a sleep deprivation. You might actually crush your hand. So the accidents can be more severe and the heart attacks can be more severe. Like you're more likely to die from your heart attack if you have it after daylight savings time than prior to that. That's nuts. But the percentages we're talking about in these statistics are that, you know, they've got to be pretty low, right? Like 1%. I don't know. But one reason for this, like um, one of the uh, sources that I read said that there's a protein in the heart called KLF-15. And as part of the natural circadian rhythm in the morning, it increases. But if you have a lower level due to sleep deprivation or some kind of inflammatory response, if you have a lower level of this protein, that can cause your heart attacks to be more severe. But you also have to keep in mind that in the morning, your blood pressure is higher anyway, and uh, your heart vessels are thicker and more rigid, and your blood is thicker in the morning. So that's kind of like the perfect storm for a really severe heart attack. Yeah. Well, and combine that with, you know, our use of artificial light now and the cortisol levels being all out of whack. Mm-hmm. But there's also a link between disrupted circadian rhythms and uh, certain cancers like breast cancer and colon cancer. Mm. Yeah, apparently it has to do with melatonin, disruption mm-hmm. of melatonin levels. So it is amazing that there is all this research and we're still like holding on to outdated schedules that prove hazardous for our health here. Mm. Yeah. Do we well, this think- percentage point is... is- Oh, this is bigger than I thought. In in one of the articles we were looking at here, it's uh, uh, there is a 11 percent spike in the number of depression diagnoses after the autumn time change. Mm-hmm. And I wonder if that, like, I'm sure some of that has to do with the time change. I wonder how much of that is, you know, just anticipating winter. Because depending on where you live, that's a there's there's a time of year where you're just like, oh shit. <laughs> here it comes again. Hey, look who decided to show up. A half an hour late. (laughs) Is that Doug? Doug, did you have anything to add? Any more horror stories on daylight savings time? I think we kind of said all we can say. Everybody everybody hates it. Do we think it's ever going to (laughs) change? I don't think it's going to change. I think it's medieval and that it should stop. And gone again. (laughs) Gone again. Yeah. 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 We're just going to wrap it up, folks. Uh, Maybe the Internet gods will be a little kinder to us next week. But uh, we were going to talk about some chemical cocktails and vaccines, another thing that probably won't change. So we'll come Mm. back with that next week. And, uh, yeah. We should do a show about how... We should do one about how great the FDA is, and that way our connection will be fine. <laughs> well, we've completely our, changed uh, our CDC stance. vaccine schedule is bang on and exactly as should be followed. Yeah. 
<laughs> so, uh, yeah, we'll come back next week with chemical cocktails. And Zoya had a nice little clip all set up for us about cat vomit. But I'm sure you guys can look <laughs> for that next week. <laughs> so, uh, sorry about that, folks. But uh, thanks to all the people who hung in with us. Thanks to all of our chatters and our listeners and our co-hosts. So we will see you next week guys bye 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 everybody